You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. It's time for Shots Fired with Joe L. Oh, yeah, she gets the best intro of any guest that we have at any time. Joelle Cannon, how are you this morning, ma'am? I'm doing awesome. How are you? Doing very well. It's good to have you with us again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Are you on your way to or on your way from beating the old people at Pickleball? Uh, you know, they're getting younger. <laughs> are they? <laughs> yeah, they're getting younger. No, I'm in I'm in Jefferson City today. Oh. So, you know, it's the only city worse than Washington. There you go. But... Um, yeah, so, but I'm excited about our topic today. Well, cool. Hey, make sure you stop by, um, Senator Holly Rader Thompson's office and say hi to her good looking chief of staff for me. So, oh, I might have to do that. Uh, Hey, and if you know any young lady between the ages of 20 and 25, he is single, just so you know. Okay. So (laughs) I can definitely start working on that. I have a mission now. Well, let's dive into this. Um, we wanted to, you've been, so I love this. I've been saying we have correspondence. That's what I'm going to say. You're your correspondent. You're out on the um, doing some business, uh, although we're not paying you um, at all, just by the record. <laughs> but <laughs> but no. you, you do our bidding. You know what's going on. We're going to talk about Department of Defense stuff. I love how you make us aware of things like all these senators that are getting rich and all the government waste and stuff. And I want to dive into that kind of stuff. But before, what are your thoughts on this new bipartisan tax bill that the House just passed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about the tax bill, actually. So a little known fact about me, I wrote a 300-page book called The Tax Decoder. And the what? front cover was, yeah, it was when I was working in Congress, We I had done all the spending stuff and I was bored, so I decided I needed to learn the tax code. So I put together a 300-page book um, on the tax code. Wow. And the, the cover was the coolest part, though, because do you remember those old-school 80s red glasses you put them on? And words would pop out. Oh, yeah, I remember like, those. Yeah. So the, the front of the cover of the what looked like that. And you had to wear those glasses and then words like tax credit, special interest, you know, things like that would pop out. So this is a small passion of mine, the tax code, actually. Okay, uh, Joel, so, let me just say this before. We just learned a lot about you. You're... You're a little bit more nerdy than I thought. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put that out there. But I'm a nerd in disguise. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the House passed this bill Wednesday night. It's an eighty billion dollar bill. It's being billed as bipartisan because the Senate Finance Chairman Ron Wyden, a longtime senator from Oregon, he cut a deal with Jason Smith, the congressman from Missouri who runs Ways and Means in the House, and that is the Tax Writing Committee in the House. Um. It's an interesting bill. I have sort of hot takes when it comes to the tax code. I don't line up with a lot of Republicans on how to reform it and how to change it. So the bill itself extended the number of tax credits. It expanded and extended the child tax credit, uh, made it larger, increased it with uh, indexed it for inflation over the next few years. It extended a low-income housing tax credit. It expanded the research and development tax credit. So it did a number of things which gets expensive because, 
you're handing people money, people and corporations, you're handing them money through the tax code. And then to, quote, pay for it, they eliminate a program, a COVID-era tax program that's been fraught with waste, fraud, and abuse. And there was a report that came out that said this program had cost like $2 billion, almost $3 billion in um, a fraud. The problem is the IRS and the Treasury Department have already ended the program. So oh. the, the pay for is kind of a gimmick. Yeah. They're taking credit for not funding a program that was already on the out. Ooh, see, this is why we, that's why we have you on the show. Because, see, you give us stuff. They're trying to sucker us. Of course they are. That is what they do. So, yeah. Now, there is some, there is a, a side of the Republican Party that says, well, you don't pay for these, their, quote, tax cuts. You don't have to pay for those because we're just giving people their money back. But um, I disagree with this, these particular provisions. So the largest users and uh, recipients of the Research and Development Tax Credit Google, Microsoft, Amazon. I mean, oh. this thing is corporate welfare at its finest. Okay. Um, the other sort of problem, in my opinion, with the bill is that the child tax credit is a re- it's refundable. And it's essentially, if you, uh, in my mind, it is a tax credit for only certain people. And when you, Let's go. Let's go. We want people to have children, right? Okay, but we want people to have children. Let's go Go there, Joel. Because here's the thing: like I look at this, like I I have five kids. I want my I want a tax credit. I pay taxes, but but really and honestly, for certain people, we're talking about poor people that don't pay a lot to taxes. That's really what we're talking about. Yeah. So there's two issues here. Um, You got five kids. You want that money back. But wouldn't you rather just not give them the money in the first place? Absolutely. Because what if one day the government decides, you know what, we don't want to incent children to have children anymore, but we do want you to buy an electric vehicle. So now you're only going to get this money back if you buy the vehicle we want you to buy. So it's social engineering, right? So I would rather get rid of it and and let's say Alex can keep his money in the first place. We lower the get rid of the credit and lower the rate. So you're paying less on the front end. Now to your point about the low income, they're not paying taxes. So yeah. this is just a way to write them another check. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, I have a problem with that. Especially and I've seen when we're this. pretending that it's a tax cut. Yeah. You know, and, and I've seen this, um, I, you know, I, growing up, I can remember we were poor when I grew up, we lived in the projects and housing and I can remember, you know, income tax time, you know, boom, you get all these big checks coming back. And, and that was my parents' generation. Well, then the generation yeah. of my cousins, um, they all were like, well, start having kids, babies out of wedlock, you get more tax and so on and so forth. So I get that. Um, and it's, that's, that's a sad reality, you know, where we're at with that. Um, you know, because the back side of that is you're not having savings. You're not looking forward. You are not incentivizing and teaching people to do what Booker T. Washington and W.E.B. Dubois taught the black community. And I'm not just saying this is a black community because I'm sure that in some parts of the country, you know, West Virginia, whatever, it's white Americans, you know, but we are supposed to, number one, get educated. Number two, start businesses, you know, and number three, own land, houses and stuff. Those are the things that help um, pull people out of poverty. It's not the government giving us more of our own money back. I, t- I totally agree. And, um, you know, 
as far as this bill is concerned, this is not, this is like a Democrat dream. So I think this bill will probably do well in the Senate. It's $80 billion in handouts, low income, uh, low income housing, and then rich technology companies. Okay. So, and then it's not really paid for. So the the Republicans don't really get to pay for. And, you know, uh, people, I would say conservatives, believers, Democrats, we can all, we can disagree on the merits of the child tax credit and that's fine. But this is an $80 billion bill and it doesn't do a thing to fix the code. It doesn't lower my taxes. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm concerned about it. All right. We're talking with Joel Cannon, the tax nerd, and um, she's our she's our insider. She wrote a 300 page book about tax. I mean, this is like crazy. But let's let's move on. We just got about another minute or two. What's going on okay. with the Department of um, Justice? What's happening there? Well, remember last week we were talking about uh, Secretary Austin. He's MIA. Oh yeah, they're, they're going right. They're not telling anybody where where they are. And uh, you know the the latest is. This issue with the drone attacking um, our, our three soldiers that died over at, at the border of Syria and Jordan, yeah. we, mis- we misidentified that drone. We yeah. thought it was a friendly drone. So I want to know who's going to get fired. I mean, you misidentify a drone. You can't figure out the Chinese spy balloon. This is a long, long series of problems at DOD. And I just think it needs to be talked about because everyone knows we had soldiers die. We had another 40 of them get hurt. Yeah. And, oh, it was a terrorist attack. Well, yeah, but we spend, we spent like $3 trillion on counterterrorism since 9-11, and we're misidentifying drones? Like, I just, you know. Yeah, 30 I, or 40000 $30 or $40,000 drones that they said they can buy on open market. No one's going to be held accountable. That's the bad part about it. And when you have, yeah. when you see at the top, you know, the Secretary of Defense can go MIA, doesn't show up for work for a month, doesn't tell the President of the United States, who is the leader of the free world, that he's even sick, doesn't do... No one's going to be fired. You know that, Joel. I mean, I know. maybe, I maybe some, you know, petty officer who was at the base there, he may get fired and spend some time in jail for misidentifying, but no one at the top's going to get, you know, held accountable for this. Yeah, I mean, it's a really expensive mistake. I mean, not only the people die, but dozens injured, and they're going to be, um, you know, on full disability. And it's it's an expensive mistake yeah. in in a lot of ways. And it, we, I just think we're not getting what we're paying for. No, you're right. You're right. Well, Joel, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. Shots fired with Joel. Can get her get her theme music ready for the ending too, the outro, because she's got the it. coolest it, music. It should be intro and outro. So. It really pumps me up. (laughs) Hey, thanks for your time. I look forward to talking to you next week, my friend. Have a good weekend. Thanks for having me. Give her a think. There we go. It's coming up right here. It's time for Shots Fired with Joe L. Yeah, that's good music right there. I want some cool theme music is what I'm saying. Why does Joel get the cool theme music and this is my show? I'm talking, Don, who do I talk to about that? The complaint department? Yeah, whoever it is. So. I thought The Rock was good enough. No, me. The Rock is cool. That okay, is cool. Okay, thank you. Thank the Rock you. is cool. Our, yeah. our new opening there, that is cool. Right there, it is so. cool.
All right, hey, um, man, um, we have sitting in our studio right now, we have Miss Shannon Grisham. She is running for state rep. We're going to get with her. Hey, guys, our studio get, just got a little bit better looking because I get to see these ugly dudes every hey, day. Hey, who are you calling ugly? I'm keeping it real. So anyway, Shannon Grisham, <laughs> she's here, and we'll talk with her about, find out who she is and why she's running for state rep. We'll do that right after this local news with Don Luzader. My mother would disagree with you, Alex.